0: What's guys welcome back to izzy's room the room where it all goes down uh today we have uh something a little bit different so we don't have presley in the room uh he's out you know doing his thing we actually have a guest speaker i've been pretty hyped to like put him on to or onto this podcast uh i feel like has definitely has a lot of like good insight uh, so my buddy terrence is here so terrence you can uh yeah man just tell us a little bit about yourself like who you are and uh like what interests you just really briefly and uh yeah man go for it
1: appreciate it man first of all thank you for having me for sure for sure this is cool man first podcast yeah so you know i'm born in california san jose i just love and draw my life you know doing whatever makes me feel good and you know it's really a transition from how i was when i was younger you know the
0: responsibility that a man needs to take on how so that's that's pretty interesting that you uh that you mentioned that like it's a transition that's a key word how so like for you at least
1: oh yeah for sure i mean you know people love to talk about oh yolo this and that living in the moment and that's great i believe we all should presence is actually a high value of mine in addition to that you need to also be looking towards the future like what do you want for yourself and as a man you know we're not just born with our value unless you're born from like a king or a sultan or whatever you know Mm -hmm. as a man you have to actually build your value Think about the future that you want and, you know, reverse engineer it. And so in order to have that, you have to have responsibility. You have to be disciplined as, a, how did disciplined you, as a person,
0: you know, you're not going to really achieve your goals. How did you, uh, that, I mean, that's all like spot on. I think it's like in life, it's so important. Like, uh, I think we talked about it briefly before. Um, like I remember there was like a pivotal point, like in my life at least, and I remember like the age and the exact moment where I was like, like change who I want to be and not, not in a way like to please other people, but for myself. Like I, I, and this might not be exactly, um, like what you're saying, but to me, how I interpret it is like, there was that point where I was like, Hey, like I have to like be who I want to be right. And transition myself to that. And in all these things I envisioned, like I envisioned like the, cause I didn't grow up like super popular this or that, but I like envisioned like, Hey, you need to get better at this. You need to be more social. You need to do this, this and that. Like how I dressed, how I talked, how I acted. And I remember there was like a pivotal point at that moment where like I took that in and changed myself. Cause I do agree like as a man and as a person in general, yes. you and, but like men, you know, society and I don't want to like say it's more one than the other, but society puts so much pressure on men that people don't realize, you know, and tremendously. I, yeah. And I feel like, uh, as a man, you have to like, just take it by the reins and kind of just like do and be who you want to be, you know, most certainly.
1: And just curious, like what was that pivotal point in in your life where you had realized that?
0: Ooh, I think I was like, I picked up so many different things from, uh, even from like the way I talked and dressed to like, even like my hair, for an example, one of my friends, uh, Carter, when I was in Virginia, he was like, Hey dude, like try this curling cream out. And it was the funniest thing. Since then, it's like that transitioned a huge part of who I am, like hair or like style or this or that. But I think like at that one point in my life that I really like took that into account it was probably when I was like, uh, probably when I was about 21, like I just noticed like I wanted all these different, I was like 21 years old and I was like just sitting in my room and I was like, like be who you want to be, you know, like be you're seeing all these different characteristics of people, you know, that you like look up to in essence. It's like, why not embody that? You know why? Like you don't have to be who you're like born out to be. You know, people change so much. Like you look at it. I looked at a picture of myself the other day. My friend sent me when I was like, uh, it was like four years ago. And I look at that to now. And I almost, dude, I gagged. I was like, uh, I can't believe I can't believe I used to like us, right? Come on now. Dude, no. Like I was like I can't believe I used to be like that. And I think when I was like twenty one I had like a pivotal moment. I was just like in my room and just like envisioning like all these things I wanted and all these things I wanted to be like. And yeah, from there I think I just uh kind of like took it by the reins, you know.
1: That was very positive. I like that. Dude, and I like how you said you were visualizing it too.
0: For sure, for you know? sure. Did you have, like, a, and I know, like, especially moving um, away from, like, the environment you were probably, like, close to or, like, uh, your comfort zone, I'll say, like, in Cali, like, it kind of forces you, like, to be out of your comfort zone. When um, when was that? Because I know you're very, like, analytical in terms of, like, human behavior and just, like, not with other people but yourself. But, like, when, when did you, like, uh, really hit that transition to where you wanted to, like, aspire to do all these different things and be a different person
1: great question bro so the point that i hit where i wanted to aspire to be a different person you know there's nothing like the opposite gender or sex that will make you want to grow like any other pain or issue or situation like you know, I remember one day when I was in high school, right? Yeah. And it's so funny because, like, I wasn't wearing deodorant because I I, didn't, I wasn't working out or anything. Like, now I, I always do, but just for whatever reason, that day I wasn't. And I was walking with this girl, and she was like, hmm, something smells.
0: Oh, right? no. And no. She, she didn't really
1: call me out, call me out like that, but she did. And man. so ever since that point, I was like, I'm always wearing deodorant, right? And so Good, now, man. I'm that old spice. fresh, this and that. And so, like, that event is something that sticks out to me, but that wasn't a particular event. That's just a little example, you know? But it's funny because that same girl, right, we ended up, you know, being really good friends throughout high school and everything. Yeah. She moved away. So, I didn't see her for the junior and senior year. This yeah. is sophomore year we're talking about. And then I see her, you know, maybe three or four years later. I'm about 20 years old, almost 21. Mm-hmm and you know we started talking and everything it goes cool and um basically i was playing it safe too much you know like with a with a relationship with the masculine and feminine there has to be polarity you know like the feminine energy is the river that flows you know it's wild it's crazy it's adventurous then the masculine energy is supposed to like guide it as the riverbanks and my issue that i see now is you know i wasn't leading i was playing it so safe There was no sexual polarity, right? And so it's funny because it was almost like she didn't even know that I liked her. But I really did, right? It's so funny.
0: You just didn't, like, convey it in a way? I didn't
1: convey it, bro. And, you know, long story short, without getting into too much detail, I basically broke my own heart over her because I didn't have the knowledge to really see what was going on. And I was in my head so much that I was missing social cues you know what i mean oh yeah so like was, little
0: gestures and like little physical touches and little like yeah oh man like was that was so sucks.
1: obvious she wanted me in the beginning and then now that i look back with the knowledge that i have it is faded there was no polarity
0: dude that's you know that's tough do you think that uh does that and i i try to like especially like i i try to be really conscious of those things and even so like more so now like i try to like uh not just be conscious of those uh, little cues, but I try to also administer them and like give the other person like, Hey, there's no doubt. Like if I'm interested in you, I'm interested. Like there's no doubt, you know, but do you think that like that feeling that you had, um, how do you feel like that's helped you like grow as a person? And especially like now, like living your life now, how do you feel like that's uh that helps you in like in the present?
1: Oh, right, It helped me so much because from that point I was so hurt over myself, my own actions you know i was raised by women i have all my grandparents with me today my mom and sister so i couldn't just be mad at women from that from that situation i wasn't going to be a victim from that so i was like what did i do and so For i literally sure.
0: just googled how to tell if a girl likes you i literally googled that sometimes and all this stuff that. came up like huh? sometimes you need like the super simple like sometimes especially as an analytical like overthinker you need like the straight like black and white hey like this bro. is like for dummies like this is how you like you know like sometimes i think people need that in a, in a way literally bro like that was me i googled that and um i got
1: so many answers and from there whenever i needed a needed a a question or a problem solve, i would just google it and so now how it affects me You know, it really had me get into things like hypnosis because I looked up dating coaches and all this. Mm -hmm. And so when I went to an event, I learned about hypnosis. I learned about really just learning yourself and how everyone has their own individual world. And so once I realized that, it had me be less selfish because, you know, you never know what someone has gone through emotionally. So just Mm -hmm. because you're on the elevator and someone doesn't say hi, like maybe something happened in, in their family. Maybe they just failed a really big test. And so it really does make me sure. less selfish,
0: you know. And I uh yeah I agree. I think I think that's a great like a uh, point to hit because I used to not like do a great job. Like I I'm kinda like a reactor, you know, like uh, or at least I react like instinctively and so someone being rude or something along those lines, for me it's like no, like you know, like instant. I like but, that. But it's definitely like uh sometimes you do have to like break it down, but like, you know, what if that person like everybody and we touched briefly on it in a different, uh, in one of our previous uh, episodes, but how like, uh, everybody has different experiences and life experiences. And that like shapes the way in people, like in which people like act and react. And we never truly know, like, you know, everybody's been through something different. You could have been like, you could be the most seasoned individual in life experience, but not know how it feels like to have like the family pressures or vice versa. I, I think it's interesting hearing that, uh, from you, like the whole elevator point, I think that's very, uh, insightful. And now you talked about like hypnosis, how exactly, uh, do you, is that more of a, um, like touch base on that? How exactly does that like transition into like the real world and like to yourself or to other people or like, is that yeah. something you can practice on yourself to like give yourself that inner peace or most certainly, for I definitely sure? practice on myself every single day and even for other
1: people as well, because you know, to make, to make it very simply put, everything is a belief, you know, if someone wants to learn how to like do algebra, right? Mm -hmm. If they believe it's going to be hard, it's going to be hard. If They believe it's going to be easy. They'll have a much different experience. And studies even show that people who have this profound self-confidence, they learn much faster. It's not that they're smarter. It's just that they're kinder to themselves. Right? So like when you're confident, Damn, that's deep. You know, you're know, you going to be more kinder to yourself. You're going to encourage yourself more. You're not going to give up. That's why these really high athletes are these really good leaders, right? You see it in sales teams. You see it on the CEOs. A lot of them are really high athletes. So. A hypnosis is really, it's nothing crazy. All it is is just the natural way that your brain works. In fact, like we're in a trance right now. So it's literally not what you see in movies. All it is is just your consciousness. For and sure. so to make it simply put, Every emotional state that you are in is literally a trance. Like, say, if you're driving the car, you know, you're you're going down the road, you see the trees, you have the windows down, you're feeling the breeze, you're just relaxing, listening to a really good song. And all of a sudden, you know, someone cuts you off. Mm -hmm. Maybe you'll get angry. And now your beliefs just immediately changed, right? Like, you're no longer just relaxed. Now you're all tense. You're breathing differently. And so, you know, when you think about it that way, your emotions have a humongous impact on your life. Another example, you know, say you're on a date, right? And you and you're you're talking to your girl and you're like, Hey babe, what do you want to go to the movies? She's probably gonna say no, because the way you're saying it, right? But if you're like, yo babe, how are you? Do you wanna go to the movies, you know? For sure. Like when for you're sure. all excited, it the emotions change the beliefs. And so, you know, when you think about it that way, how many things able to control your emotions daily whether it's the news books the media people so when you're able to control your emotions you look at it that way
0: it's much more harder to for you to be influenced because you're always being influenced and that that is like gold uh i definitely agree with that and like every aspect like i think uh at the end of the day and we had this conversation a lot like in uh in japan is like your consciousness really is everything like I know people joke around about like, Oh, this could all be a simulation or this, this, that. And I know people like, uh, use that as like a joke, but like everything that happens in your life really is like your perception of it. And I think we, I, we've talked about it previously. Like it depends what lens you put on, you know, like whatever lens you put on in life is going to be how you perceive something. It's going to be how you take it in. It's going to be the difference between if you're a victim or if you're like going out and making things happen for yourself, um, I think that lens is extremely important, you know, like the worst, you could be having the worst day in the world, but if you have that lens on and you're just taking it, like rolling with the punches, it's not the worst day anymore. You know, like, I don't know. I feel like that's a, that is very interesting. And I feel like, uh, it's very important to like, look into yourself and look into yourself and see like, if you're uh compare yourself and see if you're handling situations the way that you should, or the way that are best for you, you know, for someone to like anger you, like, you know, even driving, like, I know there's people out there that have road rage and get ticked off by certain things. Even then, like you're letting someone else, another being have like an emotional hold over you. And once you, once you allow someone else to control your emotions, to make you mad, to make you sad, to do all these things. And you know, I'm not gonna be a hypocrite. I'm guilty of it myself. I think everybody to some extent is, uh, but I think once you allow someone to have that hold over you and to be able to control your emotions, that is like when you are out, that's when you're not in control anymore, you know, and that I feel like is when you truly have lost. So being able to like look internal and ask yourself those questions and try to guide yourself at least. And, uh, I think that's extremely important. And I, how, how do you like, uh, cause I know you're very like, I've seen videos of you like performing, like you know, hypnotism <laughs> on people. And it's not right, hypnotism. Right. Like, Oh, like you're feeling very sleepy. This is that it's like, Hey, you are calm. What is going on in your brain? Like how, like I, I thought it was extremely interesting. Like, uh, when I was like in, in the
1: house and everything with the, the like, guy. Yeah. The you told guy, him like, yeah. you're
0: extreme, like you're calm. Like, and you hit this like snap. And it's like, every time you did it was like the crispest, like thunder, you know, like, and I, I thought it was a uh, super interesting even being on the beach, like you're in the beach in that one, uh, video, right? Like yeah, a uh, couple. Yeah. Santa Cruz. How, how did you, yeah. how are you able to help those people? Like what, what exactly did you like, what just tell us about that? Like what, what exactly were you looking for to like help those people and how can people out there like try to use that to better themselves? Good question. So,
1: in particular, you know, whenever I work with an individual, everything is, is always different, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was really just asking them, like, what they wanted. In particular, the girl on the uh, the beach, she didn't really know. So I just said, oh, okay, I'll make you more confident, which is really just being comfortable in situations. And so we did something called Parts Integration. And so there's a really good book that I recommend. It's called Red Gold. Red Gold. Yes, sir. And basically, you know, it might have been the 1983 or 82, something like that, Olympics the Russians just sweeped USA and every country. Like the amount of gold they won has never been done before to like that quantity. Mm -hmm. And so what they did, they had these, these really good Russian scientists and they found out that we basically have like 63 personalities, right? And so for an example, if I say I am a smoker, that's the identity statement. So instead of saying I am a smoker, you just say you like to smoke. And so when you change that verbiage, it signals to your mind, mm. oh, this is not my identity, and it's easier to change smoking. And so whatever you identify with controls you. Even if I say I'm a wow. hap- I am a happy person, the moment I'm not happy, it could potentially mess me up. And that's a like, great identity statement, being a happy person. Like, I believe, not I believe, I know I'm a lucky person. And so, you know, that has more, more benefits than... You know, not being a benefit, and so you have to choose what you want to believe. However, the point of the whole red gold book is that um, we have all of these these parts that mm-hmm. that make us whole, right? And how we were saying earlier, when I was looking at your photos, you know, and I was seeing your 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 um demeanor, you were saying that we are different in different situations, basically something of that sort. For
0: sure, for sure.
1: And so, um, with the whole red gold is basically about. different parts that make us and so with the girl on the beach i was basically speaking to the part of herself that wants to be confident or i'm sorry that is confident and that's holding her back from being confident and since our consciousness is made of all these all these different parts at the end they really want the same thing so i was speaking to the lesser part of her and the greater part of her about what they really wanted made them equal to both have the solution and then she basically gave herself that self-love and so, you know, out of all the people that I work with, you know, we always end up going back to the time they're about zero to about five or seven years old. Mm-hmm. And so really all that we really want as people is to know that we're validated and we've always been loved because once you are for sure, you just take off.
0: I think you know? I, I think at the end of the day, like uh everybody to some degree wants that. I think that is extremely interesting. Yeah. All of that, like red gold. I definitely want to read that uh now. And like, look into that and that that's extremely interesting. I think that's all like very accurate, uh, especially in terms of like, that like we talked about it briefly, like earlier, um, being like different, a different version of yourself and depending on your environment and situation, et cetera, like people can hit that switch, you know, and be whoever they need to be in certain situations. And like, uh, me and Presley talked about it at some point. Like, uh, we talked about giving the same face to everyone So as you meet people in your life, like like you, uh, you meet people in your life and like human, um, the human mind, it adapts like by nature, you're going to adapt to your situation. So you're going to meet these different people in your life. You'll meet number one and number two, right? And you might be a different person to number one, than number two, and they might know you differently. You might be the same person, but one guy hates you. The other person doesn't, you know, but that's because they don't know everything about you. And I feel like it's important in life to get that face, that same face, and present it the same to everybody as a baseline. Uh, Because it is like human, it's like human, uh, it's like adapting. Adapting is like a human instinct, you know? And uh, we talked about it like briefly, and especially when it comes to like uh, being that different person in different situations and et cetera. I think it's interesting that you can like uh, hone in. I think it's interesting that you can like hone in and like the whole identifying thing. Like I am a happy person. Like I, I know people out there that wake up in the morning and they force themselves. First thing they do is they make their bed, they walk to the mirror and they smile and just by really? sleep, yeah yeah. <laughs> okay. And they like, get up, making the bed definitely to me is a huge thing. It's like the first goal, you know, you see like the whiteboard over there that I have oh, in the scary. corner. Love that. I have like all the daily goals and stuff. I have to make my bed. Like make my bed, it's the first goal that you can have knocked down your day. Goal, I I envisioned it, I did it. It's done. Drink water, I envisioned it, I did it. It's done. Simple things. And I know people out there that go out and they smile. They're like, I am a happy person today. Not like, I like to be happier. I like to smile. It's like, I am that person. I am confident. I am like uh, capable, you know. And I think, uh. I think especially in society now more than ever you there's so much opportunity for everything and i think it can start to be bad because it's so easy to get somebody else to do something for you something's minuscule that you could learn to do and do on your own i think the more things you try to go out and learn and do the more confident of a person you are and the more capable you become to yourself um i love that yeah man like i something small like for me it's like working on a car or like learning, you know, cleaning your place on your own, cleaning this on your own, doing that on your own, making your resume on your own, designing this on your own, like, uh, decorating your room, like moving, I don't know, just like the smallest little things, try to do them yourself. And that way, if the need ever arises, you know, deep down, you can do this. You can help someone else do this. You can teach this. It makes you an overall more confident, capable person. Um, and I think that's crazy interesting that you're able to, like, go deeper, you know, with people. And I, I to me, it's, like, almost, like, reassuring them of their uh, deeper, like, positive qualities. I think people lose sight of those, like, a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah, for
1: sure. And I, I really love how you said that once you do these small activities, it builds up to make you a more capable and confident person.
0: For sure. I really sure. love
1: that. And I never even thought about it that way, so. I've already taken some things that I'm going to change in my life for for sure. (laughs) (laughs) This is great.
0: (laughs) Hey, that's great, man. It's all about like, uh, physically and mentally. And that's why you should always surround yourself with like individuals. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I talked about it with Presley yesterday. Um, different, different people, different purposes, different friends, different purposes, different, you know, like not every friend and not every like person in your life, you're going to be able to sit down and Give this energy to them. If you talk to somebody who just parties, drinks, da 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 da, every single day, if you went to them and talked to them about their deeper, like true self, you know, you're not going to get the energy reciprocated. It's falling on deaf ears. Sooner or later, you surround yourself with enough people like that. You dim your own light, like you dim your own shine to their, like, you know, to their room. Their room is smaller. You don't have to shine as bright to light it up. Um, and you need friends and people around you. that are going to give you that big open room of like space to grow for you to like grow into that person you want to be, you know, that, that's at least how I, uh, you know, different people, different purposes. And I think it's uh extremely important, you know, you hit that so perfectly. I mean, different people,
1: different purposes. And I also like how you were talking about earlier, you know, showing the like same face wherever you go for sure. Because once you do that and you let your light shine, you will really attract that group, and it's funny you for say sure. that because for the longest I didn't want to really put myself out there at the, as this hypnotist because when I did, immediately my family was like they weren't really too supportive. They thought it was like Seriously? some like voodoo stuff, like all weird. When really you can just Google hypnosis and like quickly learn, learn the, the definition. Mm-hmm. But you know, from there, I wasn't really proud of who I wanted to be doing that. And, and you know it's funny because immediately when I moved to Texas, whenever I would meet someone, the first thing that I would say when they ask what I do, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mention my other jobs. I would just say I'm a hypnotist. I would leave with that. Yeah. And then immediately, like the people that liked me, obviously they would like it. They'd be so interested. Oh, what is that? Blah blah blah. You know, <laughs> do it sick. to me. And it's just crazy how when you really step into who you want to be, you enjoy your life so much more, and you become aligned. And it's funny because. The last time I saw you was, you know, Taco Tuesday, we did tacos. Yeah, man. And we're talking about our values. And so I ended up buying this card game, doing the exercise. Maybe mm-hmm. I had it then, maybe I didn't. Mm-hmm. Either way, I did it. I found my core values and one was integrity. And I've noticed that, you know, ever since I really tapped into the, this person that I am now, the people that are now my friends, mm-hmm. they all have high I- integrity, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's funny, like when I hear you talk about, you know, your goals and everything and showing your like same face. I really feel that you are a person of high integrity. And so it's just funny that when you really step into who you want to be, you will unconsciously get your values and your values for sure is your direction in life. And so it's just funny how life is, you know,
0: for sure, dude. And that's, that, that's, that's gold, man. Like that is gold. I think, uh, yeah, like you're at the end of the day showing that same face to everybody and you have to know like what you stand by Everybody no matter who you are has like a lateral limit, you know, like they know uh, To some extent like what feels wrong to them Even if they you know, and that's anybody, you know, you could whether you consider yourself a good person or bad Like everybody has like that lateral limit and you have to find those values and what you hold close to you Because if you don't really like soul search into yourself and find those How are you ever gonna make meaningful like connections and relationships with people? I mean, I feel like you have to to some extent share those values and share like those over like overarching uh, characteristics with other people. I feel like that's where your most, Mm -hmm. you know, deep relationships come from and you share these values. Like I see people like give back to their communities and they like volunteer for donation uh, events and like this, this and that. And they're all about like helping their community and just being like a decent person. Um, and I know for me, if I met someone that was like, rude and didn't care about like stealing and like all this other stuff. Like I, we just wouldn't hit it off. You know, like that's not somebody like I'd be able to trust seriously. And I feel like people have to like go out there and like internalize, like get a piece. I know you mentioned this before, like get a piece of paper and like write down those three like core values to you. Like what do you, what do you hold like uh deepest to you for me? Like integrity is a big one because if we're talking about integrity, that's everything in life, dude. Like, you don't have integrity. What if your friend leaves money out, man? And like, you're like, "Fuck," you know, I need that money for this, this, and that. You know, like steal from your friend. Like, you can't tell someone, "Hey, I love you," as a, you know, like I love this relationship, this connection that we have. Right. And then go and like backstab. And I feel like it's important, like you mentioned before, like write those things down. Don't visualize them, but like actually hold them. And I think the that book you let me borrow, uh. Ellipsis manual yeah man the oh, ellipsis yeah. manual <laughs> i the one of the biggest things that stood out to me and i haven't gotten as deep into it as i'd like just because uh i was in austin and all this other stuff but i think uh one of the most important like just straight off like the introduction he's like hey like this isn't just like a book you know like this isn't like a book that you're gonna like read once and try to apply to like scenarios where it may or may not work this is like a manual work visualize write this down grab a notebook write down these overarching themes and these like characteristics and make them apply to you every day change yourself like find ways to make this stuff like work for you you know and i feel like super interesting how do you um you don't have to talk about the book specifically yeah oh that'd be cool but i how do you like find ways like Digging into that deeper self, like with the hypnotism and everything else, like how can people out there like how do you find ways to work that into your everyday life? How could you be better at that? And also like how can like your average person like wake up and just kind of like try to contribute and make uh, themselves like a better part of themselves, you know, amazing question. Amazing. So. My whole
1: view on persuasion and influence is that you are always influencing someone. You for are sure. never not. So like, say you walk into a room, right? If you decide to say hi and bring that good energy, that will produce certain outcomes. Everyone may, you know, be a lot more receptive to you. For sure. For you know, sure. Make some friends. But if you walk into the room and you don't say hi and you're low energy, that's going to produce a much different outcome. And so, you know, Chase Hughes, the author of this book, he always talks about we rise by lifting others so i'm all about empowering people because i can just remember how i was before i got into this space and so when marcel klein he's the first hypnotist i ever met Mm -hmm. when he was on stage i just saw him and i was like you know strangers really do care because yes he's making money Mm -hmm. yes he's getting exposure in addition to all that you know he's also genuinely helping people he's empowering us And, you know, obviously you're going to be able to make more money by learning persuasion and influence. For sure. You'll be able to have more higher quality of friends because you can also influence and persuade yourself to do things. And literally, just overall, your life changes. And so, you know, for the average average Joe at home, Mm -hmm. I would say really just work on your emotions. You know, really work on feeling good because whatever you feel inside your body, you will also attract. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because as you go through spiritual growth, you may not realize your your limiting beliefs like what if you don't know you are a negative person it's crazy like they they say be yourself, and that's so true but what if you're an asshole you know like that's not going to really get you anywhere or it's still going to get you a result but it might not get you the results that you want so as far as like something you can use right now i would say look at blink rate um you know basically everything that a human being does is a sign of something they want more of or less of and so when you look at someone's blink rate that'll literally right there tell you the correlation of their heart rate and their stress level you know you're either feeling you know positive emotions or bad emotions so you know blink visualizes... rate being like how
0: fast people are blinking fast or slow correct yeah so like say
1: when i was watching titanic right I was really relaxed, I'm really enjoying the movie, and so my blink rate will be about, you know, four to six times per minute, you know? And then when I'm watching a scary movie or when a car cuts me off on the road, now your blink rate will go to like 80 or 120. I'm not sure exactly what the blink rate would be, but anyways, the faster someone blinks, now you know their stress level is going up. And so when you get into detection, detection, lie detection, or anything of that nature, the blink rate is so accurate because it's so hard to control. And so, you know, like I said, it's really about empowering people. You can use these tools for bad. And so it really comes down to you and what you want in your life. If you want positivity, then you're going to use it in that way. If you want more negativity, well, you're going to get it. And so, yeah, the blink rate is extremely powerful. If you add that in there, you'll automatically be at the top 1% of people who even have a PhD.
0: That is, that is pretty insane. I, that's the first time in my life, like I'm hearing about, you know, you think about all these other things, deception, especially like, you know, people want to lie, they try to act confident this and that. I never thought about like, you know, blinking and that's, that's super, that's pretty sick, man. Like that's insightful. I think, uh, at the end of the day, it comes down to like intent and just like most Mm -hmm. things, like, uh, most things in life come down to like other people's intent. And if they plan on, or if they're trying to like do things for the best or like the betterment in a good way, if they're trying to use it for like a bad thing. But I think, uh, that's pretty sick. Like being able to like look internally and adjust these things like mentally and physically, like literally adjust those correlations with each other, uh, for like a positive influence on oneself, you know?
1: Oh, most certainly. I mean, and the thing that really stuck out is when you said looking internal, because it's so true what they say about everything, all the truths are on the inside of us. For sure, you know when you look at your consciousness you have your conscious mind and your subconscious. Yeah the conscious mind only controls You know less than one percent and the subconscious controls over 99 And so we need to get in touch with that 99 And it's funny because it actually controls all of your beliefs your values it controls all of your habits mm-hmm. And so when you go into your, your subconscious when you look into why you're doing certain things and where they stem from that's when you really get change mm-hmm. because there is no change at the surface level. And so once you're aware of something, you can change it. You know, like when wow. I was aware for for an example, you know, I I didn't know that with that girl I was playing it safe. And so by me googling it, I was able to go under the surface and then I went into my subconscious mind so to speak, and then literally when I learned hypnosis, then I figured out why I was doing that. Like I wasn't going surface level because just because I like wanted to. I was just going service level with her and there was no polarity because I believed I wasn't attractive. I believed I could get her, but I didn't really believe that I can get her. So I was playing it safe. I didn't know about, you know, what it is to like really be a man. I didn't know how to lead. I had no ideas of where to go on a date, you know. I wasn't being that masculine role. And so when I dug into the problem of How do you know when a girl likes you i found all these answers and so and that all came from asking myself questions and every man has to come to a point in their life where they have that honest conversation with themselves and once you do your life will never be the same
0: wow you know that's that's amazing um yeah wow i think you know what that reminds me of like you saying um like you took something surface value and it's like you rewrote it you know like to me, that reminds me of like, I took a, like a coding class in a uh, high school, and I remember I just didn't enjoy it. And I like made a video game, and like you'd find a bug in the oh, game. Oh, you did? That's crazy. What? Yeah, you'd find like a bug in the game. Oh, like this looks this this doesn't look right. I don't want this here. And you'd go in and rewrite the coding and like take it out. Like you go under the surface value. You literally take yes. what it is at the core. You rewrite it, and you just like watch the outcome.
1: Changes the entire thing, right? Yeah, the outcome is completely different, off from that little change, right?
0: Yeah, it's it's and it's crazy. Like you know, it's hard, you know, in people's everyday life. And you know, like I'm, I can't be a hypocrite because I'm like, there's things about myself I would change. You know, like like I said, sometimes I can be reactive. I can be like a, I can be like a lightning bolt, like fire. Like you say, it's the wrong thing to me and i just react yeah just like a a little lightning (laughs) bolt on the desk
1: yeah the studio you guys can't see it but this man is set up
0: (laughs) the neon lightning bolt yeah man like literally it's like certain things i would like there's things that i need to change in myself and i try to make the conscious effort and it's hard for the average person you know going to work being busy having kids you know whatever's going on in your life it's hard to do that but you have to start somewhere you have to look inside. You have to look inside of yourself and look at your shortcomings. Also praise like you know what you're great at. like everybody has things they're great at. like myself, I'm impatient. I take that as a good thing and a bad thing like high initiative and like work ethic, but that can also be a bad thing, you know like I think it's important to praise yourself and what you're great at, but also on the back side of that, you need to like isolate what you can fix and work on and truly like make an effort. Like if you are an impatient person, take the time to just stop fidgeting, stop moving, calm, not your body, but your mind, like get on that equilibrium. Like if you're, you know, an asshole, like you said to people, like try to like, take that, you know, to heart and like, see how you can rewrite that. Like certain things that you'd react to in a way, like before you snap, React to the flip-flop of that and see like, see how, you know, what outcome you get out of it. Like try to work on yourself and by changing yourself, you change what is around you. And by changing around you, you change your life, you change your perception, you change how you see the world, other people, like everything, you know? And I think uh, now more than ever, especially like, now more than ever, it's extremely important that like, we all as people, as like Americans, as humans, as whatever, like look inside and not point the finger at everything around us that like can be quote unquote fixed and like point that finger at yourself, see how you can change yourself and put that different lens over it, you know? I think it's important. Extremely people. important. I love how you put that. It's so
1: true. You know, we need to really start pointing the finger on ourselves. And it's funny you say that because in the Ellipsis manual it also talks about someone's locus of control. And mm-hmm. what that is basically is, you know, do you view the world as the world that's affecting you or you are affecting the world and you can actually predict what someone votes for with like an 80 percent accuracy by how they talk about things mm-hmm. so like if someone talks about things of oh i went to the store i forgot my keys blah 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 this happened or i messed up this and that they have the internal locus and neither is good or bad it just means that it's there though you know yeah an the external they view it as oh this happened so that's why I did this. And so it's just funny because it's all about connection to me. That's what I'm I'm really in this game for. I want a more connection with others. And so I really got that which I love so so it's just funny you say that because it really does come down to that and that's one barrier barrier that we may have when communicating with others and now that I know that I hear it in conversations all the time. One mm-hmm. person is internal. The other is external. So their views of the world clash and they'll be talking about the same thing. And so
0: that is extremely insightful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. That's uh that's, that's, that's spot on. Like I, uh, I, I think I need to do, I'm, I'm going to start like listening in on that, you know, applying that to the real world. Like, and that's interesting. I feel like personally, I, I always like look to myself like, Oh, I did this or ah, I could have done this better. Even if it's something that was out of my hands, Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I get a flat tire. I'm automatically like, oh man, like I should have like done this, this, that I should have moved out the way here. Like, you know, like I, I think I'm going to start picking up on that and trying to do that more often now than ever. But that is a, uh, this has all been like extremely insightful. And I hope for the most part, like, everybody listening to this can take at least something from this, uh, whether it's positive or negative, hopefully positive. And I hope that they can try to apply these concepts and these principles in their life. And I really do hope for the most part, like uh, someone can listen to this and like dig internally, see like what they're great at and praise themselves, but also see what they can be better at. That way we're all just better people at the end of the day. But uh, this is super insightful. Thank you for being on the podcast. I've been definitely waiting a long time to freaking uh, get you on here because I knew like this, I knew I needed like that inlet, like deeper into... uh, Terrence, the hypnotist's brain. I appreciate
1: it. And next time I'm here, bro, we've got to interview you because I feel like the world needs to hear your story. They need to hear that integrity, your mission, your drive, how dedicated and disciplined you are. I think that would really help a lot of young people, for and old sure. people in general, because when you're in the military, the mindset is different and people need that,
0: you know? Well, I appreciate that for sure. I appreciate that. We'll definitely uh, get deeper into that. But thank you all for tuning in to another uh, podcast in Izzy's room the room where it all goes down and uh, yeah, we'll catch.